One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wanna see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants? Don't disrespect me and my mans. Whole lot chops on your ass. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Yes, it might be a little windy out right now, but I am actually trying to take the Tuttle Daily Podcast on the road today. Got 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 a lot of interesting things to talk about. Uh, watched a documentary last night with my dad. You guys know that I am a humongous Florida Gators football fan. The University of Florida. But I, I ended up watching a documentary about this guy named Carlos Alvarez called The Cuban Comet. And guys, when I tell you I'm a fan of the University of Florida, I pretty much thought I knew everything about the University of Florida. But no, hell no, I did not. And I'm going to be talking about that later on. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, you can easily do that. Everything is anonymous, so you don't have to worry about me trying to track you down in case, you know, just in case you say something really bad about me. I don't, I don't get my feelings hurt when it comes to that stuff, guys. So, yeah, leave me a voicemail. Even if it's bad, you're going to go straight to the front of the line, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. But if you don't want to leave a voicemail, you can easily email me, questions, comments. It could be anything you want to ask. Email me, tuttle at gmail.com. So... I kind of got a little bit of a late start when it comes to the podcast today because I find it fascinating. I I really do. When these heads of social media platforms have to go appear in front of Congress. And I asked this question to my dad, like, so you're you're a private citizen. You own a business. Do, Do you have to show up? for a congressional hearing when they, when Congress, the Senate, or the House wants to talk to you? Because I think you have freedom of speech, and freedom of speech actually covers you not wanting to talk. So I'm just, I'm just trying to figure that stuff out. Now, do I believe that they are censoring stuff? Hell yes, they are censoring stuff. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. There really isn't. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're going after false posts and stuff like that because that's the thing about our, uh, our society right now here in America. Why a lot of people, why all the other countries hate us is because we get our news from Facebook. 
We get our news from Twitter. Guys, do you realize that anybody can post anything that they want to? So I don't know why you would ever read anything on Facebook or Twitter and believe it as being the news. Factual. I'm not saying that there isn't real factual stuff on on Twitter or any of the other social medias. It's just you cannot rely on them being able to keep control of that. It's it's just not going to happen. See, the wind is getting really, really bad. But it's it's, it's just not going to happen, people. So you, you have to do a lot of that homework by yourself. And I'm tired, I'm tired of people blaming the social media platforms as well, too. I do agree that they are censoring stuff. I have been censored before on Twitter. But it is a private business. That is their platform. Unless the government, you know, steps in and changes some of the rules. Because a lot of people think, oh, I have absolute freedom of speech on Twitter and Facebook. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't. Us as Americans in everyday life, we really don't even have complete First Amendment rights where we can say or do whatever we want to as long as it's not affecting other people. I mean, we really, really can't. So what I'm trying to say is that we got to be careful because we are coming into a new age where this technology like got way out in front of us and now that we're starting to catch up with all the social media now that we're trying to make all these rules and laws there needs to be some major changes because technology has outpaced us at this point so yes twitter facebook all of those companies uh snapchat instagram TikTok. Yeah, I yeah, they are all private privately owned companies. But like there's no laws right now that that's enforcing anything on them. So some stuff does need to be changed. I will agree with you on that one. But I'm also not really really upset that they are censoring some of the dumb stuff that Donald Trump is posting. I mean, at some point, because I mean, some of his lies, some of his posts or misfacts are so blatant. And that and that's what makes me feel really, really bad about everything. The most is that we have Americans that are that dumb that they believe everything that Donald Trump has to say. Oh, also, while I'm on it. I'll be honest, Mark Zuckerberg, or Mark Zuckerberg, he, yeah, I mean, he, he's kind of a creepy looking guy. You could tell he's a nerd. Uh, if it wasn't for him being a billionaire because of Facebook, uh, there's no way he would be laid. There no, there's no way he would be married. But he at least tried to clean himself up a little bit. Even though he looked like once again a John Mark Carr joke, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat that John Mark Carr joke into the ground as much as I can until you guys are like Tuttle, stop it. We're gonna send you to John Mark Carr rehab 
if you don't cut down the John Mark Carr jokes. So I, I will. So yes, Zuckerberg does look like a pedophile slash rapist, but at least he cleans up. He wears a suit. Now, I, I really do think, you know, because Jack Dorsey, Jack Dorsey, who is the CEO of Twitter. I mean, the guy, the guy has to have some type of business sense when it comes to a meeting. How are you going to show up not in a suit? You're going to have a beard that makes you look like one of the mountain men in the Appalachian uh, Mountains. So I just don't get it. Are, are you just trying to pander to your, your customers, the people that are on Twitter? Because there are a lot of hipsters on Twitter. But Jack Dorsey, man. You look like a big, complete douchebag. I'm sorry. I mean, the best thing that could happen is if somebody bought you out and took over the company because you are turning a lot of people off from your platform. Because nobody likes a hipster douche. And why go with that beard? Swear to God, man. And if you're going to wear that beard... Try dyeing it a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying you're all gray, but I mean, you are turning a little gray. So what's the deal? You would think if you're going to go meet with a bunch of politicians, especially senators, where it's going to be televised, that you would clean up a little bit. I know, like, everybody's been wanting smell-o-vision throughout their lives to be able to smell to add to the, the, the environment when you're watching something. Oh, I, I think you achieved that, Jack Dorsey, because your beard was so long, so greasy and dirty looking, I could almost smell what your beard was visually. And I, I, I know that that's not possible, but I've smelled some greasy, dirty unwashed things in my life and I can compare it to what your beard looks like. And guys, age is catching up to you. All these CEOs of these social media platforms, they they're acting like they're still in their early 20s, but guys, you're not. And I've been guilty of this. I I really have been guilty of this before where like I get a little bit older and I'm like, I'm still trying to be that Gen Xer, the one that listened to alternative rock, was around during Nirvana, Weezer, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, whatever it may be when it comes to those type of bands that were groundbreaking. But you, you can't hold on to that forever. So it's about time, you know, you guys are the CEOs of some major corporations. And yes, it does suck. You still might be young at heart. You really are. But when people look at you, they're like, oh, this old dude's still trying to live out his youth. And you think you're being cool, but you're really not. We're all looking at you. I'm sure a lot of people have thought the same thing about me as well. So just just take a shower, Jack Dorsey. 
Put on some deodorant. Shave that nasty-ass beard that you have on your face and have some self-respect. Because we're not buying that, ooh, I'm Jack Dorsey, I own Twitter, I'm a hipster. No, you, you're too old to be a hipster at this point. But once again, I'm sure that I'm going to get labeled as a liberal, but I think I kind of just proved it to you that with my comments about Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, I mean, if I was a liberal, why would I attack them? So, it's your move, people. It's your move. The ones that want to label me as a liberal, it's your move. Tell me how much of a liberal I am now. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. So with over 22 years of broadcasting experience in my life, yes, I haven't made it as far as I thought I would have, but I still have 22 years of experience. And, I, and I've talked about this. I, I've talked about how I've always wanted to pay it forward. I've never been one of those radio guys that is not willing to teach and pass on knowledge to the younger generation or the interns that came after me. Because if it wasn't for Daniel Dennis from the Monsters in the Morning taking the time to be able to teach me what I needed to know to be able to learn, I wouldn't have been able to progress the way that I did in radio. And then when I, I took a lot of pride in when the, the program director or, or the intern supervisor came to us and said, hey, we got a new intern for you. I recorded an interview earlier with one of the first interns that I was ever responsible for in helping learn. Now, this guy's, this kid's name, I don't even want to call him a kid, but Colby Urban. Colby Urban was an intern, and I got to tell you, he was fantastic. He was eager to learn. He was eager to help and do his part. And try to gain the knowledge and, and work experience. And when I heard that he is running for local office in St. Cloud. And one of the things that I remember the most about Colby was how much pride he had in where he came from, which is St. Cloud. He would always talk about it. He would talk about what he did over the weekend. Talk about all the great things that are going on in St. Cloud. And the guy really, truly cares about the community that he grew up in, the community that made him the person that he is. 
And I know how special this is. He is running for city council in St. Cloud. And if you want to check out his website, find out what he's all about, electcolbyurban.com. I know a lot of you guys, if you've been listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast for any amount of time, you know that I'm not the biggest fan of politicians. I just, I, I don't think politicians are out for our best interests anymore. And, I, I, and I'm not just saying this because I'm friends with Colby. Like I said, the guy really does take pride in the city that he grew up in. And he, he genuinely wants to see the betterment of the community. And I don't want you to think, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I kind of softballed it. I didn't want to press him on things. There are some things that I might not agree with that Colby uh, supports. But this is the type of guy that you want to be your elected official because he's young. He's hungry. He's aggressive. Not, not aggressive in a bad way, but he's aggressive in wanting to make change because a lot of politicians make excuses of why they're not getting stuff done. And, and in my opinion, I know what type of person Colby is. And he, he's good. He's genuine. You know, working at Real Radio, it's, it's not the most, like, popular when it comes to the general population because we, we talk and we do a lot of things that might not be popular. But Colby never, Colby never like, sold himself short. He never sold out. He, he stood by his convictions and his beliefs, and he never got into that like we did. He was there. He did his job for the betterment of the group. And I think that's the type of qualities you want in an elected official that's trying to make changes in a small town community in Florida. So here's my interview that I did with my former intern, Colby Urban. Check out his website, electcolbyurban.com. Welcome back to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. This is an interview that I've wanted to do for a while. I, I've been talking to this guy. We kind of lost contact. You got to understand when you work in radio, you have a lot of interns that come and go. Like, but, but this one guy, he stood out in my mind because, you know, a lot of radio people, it, it's, it's a really, really tough business. But I will say this about my next guest, Colby. Uh, he was an intern back in 2014 when I was working on the Monsters in the Morning. And I liked his integrity. Like, he wanted to make it in the business, but he also was not going to like sell out his morals on things, but he was still funny. He still had a great sense of humor. But on the line with me right now is one of my good friends, Colby Urban, who is running. And now, Colby, I'll, I'll let you handle this. You are running for what office? Hey, everybody. Yep. Uh, so my name is Colby Urban and I'm running for uh, St. Cloud City Council seat three. Um, so. Just one thing to to uh, kind of piggyback off of what you were saying. Um, I was so nervous my first day coming in as an intern for the <laughs> Monsters, and uh, Toto was the absolute nicest guy that I 
I've ever met. I mean, showed me around and made me so comfortable there. And, and it, it was an experience I'll never forget. See, you know, like I always see, because a lot of people in radio, you know, I could kind of relate politics to the radio business because it, it is about who you know and, and who you have on your side to be able to help you out. And, and, and you came in there, you were able to be personable, you were able to make those connections, you were able to work with everybody, even though you may have differences, you were able to work with everybody there and, and you were willing to learn. Yeah, well, I got to say everybody on the Monsters at the time when I was there was so cool and, and so nice. Uh, they, they taught me a lot. Um, it, it was it was really a, a great experience. And, and I Probably that was the uh, the the um, the catalyst that that led me to where I am today and running for for public office. So it, it really uh, something that I'm I will always be thankful for. Now now so I, I can kind of see what you're saying because like before I got into radio, before I got my first internship, I wasn't that confident type guy. I wasn't that guy that could go out and speak in front of a crowd and and portray their message but i think radio helped me and and i i think it was like you said a great experience yeah i trust me i'm not that guy sometimes i'm still not that guy i'm a very very quiet uh introverted guy and uh, it really brought me out of my shell being around all of you guys and the monsters and uh one funny story was that uh, i remember telling my wife to call in one day and i thought it would uh, i thought it'd be fun if she called in well it backfired on me big time because <laughs> I let everybody to uh, uh, pressure me into asking when I was going to ask her to marry. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. She was my girlfriend at the time, and, and everybody was asking when I was going to pop the question and give her a ring and everything. Well, now we're uh, happily married for three years, so it all worked out good. Congratulations, man. So before we get into the interview, uh, tell people – if they want to learn more about you, do you have a website that they can go to to see what you're all about? Yeah, so my uh, my political website is uh, www.electcolbyurban.com or Facebook slash electcolbyurban. And it's a lot. Uh, if you don't live in St. Cloud, it might not really make sense, the, the things that are said on there. But uh, it's, it's a lot of uh, deals with local issues and, and where my stance is and um, I've never been a politician. I've never liked politicians, but um, I, I decided to run to to bring more of a, a positive difference. And, and I think we could use some young people there to really make a difference and, and quit all the arguing. So, Colby, so now. All right. So I, I there's so many areas I could start off with, off with. OK, now what made you what was that turning point where you were like, I got to start doing this. I got to get into politics. Well, so many people love to complain about uh, things that are happening around them and complain about things going on in the national stage and national politics. Well, the thing that really affects your everyday life is uh, what happens locally with your local politics and so i decided instead of complaining instead of just uh, being somebody that goes on the internet and complains all the time i wanted to get involved and do something myself and be able to make a positive difference for my hometown the place that i've lived my entire life so uh, that's why i decided to get into it now does it does it give you 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 grew up in that area correct yeah i've lived here my whole life and actually my family goes back three generations here so this is a 
this has been my hometown for a while. Do you think that there is something that will help you with this election? Because that you have been around that area all of your life and you want to see the betterment of the community. Yeah, I think so. I I know the area uh, like the back of my hand and I, I know uh, what it was like when I was growing up and, and what, uh, it has turned into. Um, it's grown, it's a, it's a suburb of Orlando. If, if people aren't familiar with St. Cloud, it's uh, just South of Orlando, really cool historic town that was actually founded, uh, as a soldier city as, uh, union soldiers coming home from the civil war, which is really cool. I'm a big history buff. So I love that. And it, it was one of the biggest, uh, union, uh, settlements after the civil war in the South, which is cool because, uh, that's pretty unique for our area. Now, what are the other councilmen in that area? What What is their age range? Because I would have to take a guess that you're going to be on the younger end of the spectrum when it comes to people that could be elected officials. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what uh, the other council members' ages are, but I do know that I would be the youngest uh, council member. I'm not sure if the youngest ever definitely the youngest person actively on, on the city council if I was elected. So it would be really neat. And I think younger people need that representation and need the voice uh, because they so often get ignored uh, in all levels of politics. So it'd be nice to have a younger voice on, on the city council. So what are some of the issues, the main platforms like, you know, that's the thing about local politics is that it's it's region to region of some of the things that are important to the citizens of that area. Like, what are some of the main concerns of the constituents there? Well, the, the biggest concern, the, the biggest thing that I've heard talking to the different residents is uh the amount of growth that we've been experiencing. Uh, St. Cloud used to be a very, very small town. Uh, even when I was growing up, it was a very small town. We, we didn't have a whole lot here. It has grown in, into a, a major uh, city, uh, a, a pretty big suburb of Orlando. Uh, so the growth issue has been a, a major issue for a lot of people here. And I understand that. I want to make sure that we are growing correctly, uh, meaning that that we're uh, making sure that our roads, our schools, our water and sewer, uh, police and fire departments are taken care of uh, and, and make sure that uh, they're, they're uh, able to handle the amount of growth that we're experiencing uh, before we grow anymore. We can't stop growth and, and growth can be a good thing because that's more jobs and, and uh, it brings uh, uh, makes us into a more div- diverse community, which is awesome. Uh, but we just need to make sure that uh, that our roads and our schools and everything can handle that. Now, okay, on on the national level, a lot has been said about you know the bipartisan, you know, not be not being willing to work with people that have different type of views. Are you going to be one of those politicians where you are going to be hard headed and not being able to change your mind, or are you willing to? to change your mind and, and work with the other side. No, I think uh, that's one of the advantages of a younger person running is that it's such an old school uh, belief in politics or, or uh, with politicians that uh, um, you're not able to change your mind and, and, uh, and, and work across the aisle like that. Um, 
city council race here in St. Cloud is nonpartisan. There's no party affiliation, Democrat or Republican. It's nonpartisan, which is great because that means we don't have to fight along a two-party system line. We can stand up for what we believe in. And, and I'm happy to, to change my mind if, if I was wrong previously or uh, if something in the future changes my mind. I'm, I'm very happy to, to be flexible like that. So with you being a younger part of the generation, a lot of people on the national level think that, you know, people aren't willing to work with each other. They're not, they're going to be hardheaded. They're going to be stubborn. They're worried about what other of their fellow politicians are going to think. Are you willing to work with people that have opposing views, Colby? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the most frustrating parts about uh, politics today is that, uh, so many people aren't able to um, uh, work across the aisle uh, in traditional politics and, and work with each other. One of the nice things about St. Cloud City Council is that it's a nonpartisan seat. There's no party affiliations, Democrat or Republican. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that party fighting, uh, that kind of thing. And I'm always happy to change my mind. I've changed my mind uh, a lot uh, since, since I, I've uh, uh, been a younger guy, and I'm happy to change my mind again if, if something arises. What is the racial demographic of Kissimmee? Uh, from what I've heard and what I've read is that it has a big Spanish community in, in Osceola, Kissimmee type area. Am I, am I off by saying that? Yes. Yeah. Kissimmee uh, definitely does have a, a massive a Hispanic population. Um, and here in St. Cloud, uh, where I'm running, we're, we're Kissimmee's sister city, basically, uh, here in Osceola County. And so um, uh, we are starting to, to get a larger Spanish demographic as well, uh, which is great. We love, the, we love having uh, a diverse community here. Um, and, and I really love the, the type of town that, that St. Cloud is becoming. Uh, my whole uh, race is to just... Uh, keep building on the, the positive impacts that, that St. Cloud has uh, throughout Central Florida. What is the 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 main economic business in Kissimmee? What like what I'm talking about, what is the main like what is your area known for when it comes to business wise? What is the biggest business? Um, well, uh, here in St. Cloud, um, uh, the, the problem that we're having is that a lot of people uh, most people actually in St. Cloud work outside of the city. They commute to Orlando, uh, to uh, Disney World, to the, the tourist areas in order to work. Um, I'd like to bring um, uh, higher paying, higher wage jobs into St. Cloud, into Osceola County. They're starting to do that. We have a really cool um, a place called Neo City, which is a, a new uh, technological uh, campus in Osceola County that's going to bring a lot of high-wage technical jobs to the city. Um, I, I'd love to see more of that coming to St. Cloud so that if, God forbid, something like uh, a COVID pandemic or recession happens again, uh, so many residents in our city won't lose their jobs uh, like they have before because right now we're so reliant on the tourism industry. And as we all know, that's taken a huge hit. Yeah. So, like, give me an idea. Like, when I think of Kissimmee, I think of the touristy type area off of 192. You're talking about old town, uh, medieval times type area around there. Like, I, I'm sure because I've never explored your area. I, I, from what I hear, you guys have a nice downtown area there. Yeah. Well, I, um, 
you keep saying Kissimmee. This um, I'm running in St. Cloud here. Where Kissimmee, St. Cloud, but Kissimmee I mean, it's City. around that yeah, area, yeah. right? I'm sorry. Right. No, that's all right. Um, yeah, so um, we have a really unique, uh, very cool downtown district. And um, it, it's, it's really, uh, we have an app where you can actually go and, and take a self-guided tour of downtown St. Cloud. And there's so many cool little historical facts that you can see uh, around town as well as some great uh, restaurants and bars that you can dine at. Um, I would love for, for St. Cloud and downtown specifically to become more of a, a destination uh, for, for um, people in Central Florida to come and visit when, when they're visiting here. All right, so, so finally, as you, you talked about this, a lot of outside jobs, like do you have any plans to bring other businesses in? Like, is that something that you can even do in your position? Yeah, well, I'm only one vote, but I would uh, I would love to work with our city council and with our other local leaders, local representatives to to try and bring uh, some higher wage jobs into our city. I think that we could definitely do that and, and uh, we could build on the progress that our city's made uh, so far. So I, I would definitely love to to work on that in the next four years of my term. So like right now, what are the polls saying? Do they even do polls on the local level? No, we don't have any polls uh, for the local level. I won't know until election day, uh, but just talking to people around town and, and uh, getting some, some feedback, I, I've had a lot of great responses and a lot of people who are looking to make a positive change in St. Cloud. So uh, well, I'm excited listen, for that. I think you're going to win. I'm almost sure you're going to, but no matter what happens, don't get discouraged because you are still young. I can tell you actually sincerely care about the community. I, I really do. Like, you know, I, I'm not just saying that because I know you and I'm trying to pump you up, but like I can just tell about how important this is for you, that you're wanting to make change in the community that that made you the person that you are right now. Well, I appreciate that, Tuttle, and, and I really appreciate uh, the support that you've given me all along, and even from back in my intern days on the Monsters. Uh, like I said, you, you've been so great to me, and I really appreciate that. So, in closing, what do you want to say to those voters that maybe are, that, that are going to catch this, that are undecided? I mean, what do you want to say to them? Well, I'd just like to say... Uh, I'd love to have uh, your vote. I'd love to have the opportunity to make a positive difference in St. Cloud. And, uh, and I promise I'm not going to let you down. Uh, if you want any more information, please visit my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash elect Colby Urban or www.electcolbyurban.com. All right, Colby, man. Um, so when is it next, next Tuesday? Yep, Tuesday. Tuesday. So, so is I've there anything I can there. do? Would you like me like to help you do a, a last push? I mean, I'm I'm more than happy to come out and do anything if you want me to. I appreciate it, man, but I'm just uh I'll be at the early voting sites just uh trying to get out and meet people as much as possible and I'm pretty much just uh doing that until Tuesday. All right, Colby. I wish you nothing but the the best of luck, man, and and um I hope this helps you out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, 
the screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Last segment of the show, but before I go, I want to talk a little bit about something. And I know that I probably should not stress out about it because I I did have one of the best weeks when it comes to my averages of downloads for the week. And I got to tell you, I was just blown away from all the support because it shows that you guys are actually liking, you're digging what I'm doing with this content, with the Total Daily Podcast, my YouTube channel, all the stuff that I do on social media, you guys are actually liking it. Because the only way that this show can possibly grow and get more subscribers and and gain in popularity is because you guys are telling your friends, your families, your loved ones, your coworkers, whatever it may be, And that's the only way that I can grow because I'm not on the radio. I've talked about this on numerous occasions that when I've ever done any other online content, I've had a platform to be able to promote it when when it comes to terrestrial radio. And this has all been word of mouth. this This has been the epitome of a grassroots campaign. Because I, I, I've seen this, and, and this is not anything against Tom and Dan, but Tom and Dan, they, they got so big, they were able to buy billboards. Um, I, I know there's a couple of other podcasts in Orlando that have bought billboards, and, and I've not been able to do that. I, I just don't have the means to do it. And I think that's why this, what I'm doing, is even more special, because it's only grown because of you guys. That's that's why I call you supporters, not listeners, not downloaders. I call you supporters. And that all that all comes from being a soccer fan. You know, they they don't call their their people that come out to the game uh, fans. They call them supporters because they are to be made to feel like they are just as important as the biggest mega superstar that's on the pitch kicking balls into a net because without you guys coming and seeing the games and and giving the club your money to be able to progress and grow, you guys are just in, as, as important as the players. So kind of had a bad day today when it comes to downloads. And I know that I shouldn't, with my mental issues, should not be looking at the analytics that I get every single morning the way that I do because it's only going to drive me crazy because I'm a compulsive, I have a compulsive disorder, I'm bipolar, manic depressive. I mean, there's so many things that are wrong with me and the last thing that I need to be doing is looking at the numbers for validation because it's it's going to drive me back into the institution if I keep doing it. So I'm not complaining. 
I've been trying to get on a schedule of posting my podcast on a consistent basis around the same time. I try to get things done before everybody is leaving work and driving home in rush hour traffic. So anyways, I know I'm being long-winded. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com PocketPairClub.com Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast hey yo terry fuck going on